What's up? Oh my god, that was loud. Also, first of all, Descript, D's, Descript, amazing program, crazy. Like my, I record this podcast. It sounded like I was recording it in a tin cam, and somehow, like, there's some studio level quality sound coming after I ran it through their AI. That's nuts. So I suppose I shout out Descript. Goddamn. Anyways, like this is going to be a little bit more of a technical podcast. We're going to talk about Gemini, the new Gemini Ultra, which is Google's newest AI model that beats GPT-4. Super cool. So we're going to talk about that. We get kind of into the technical technicalities a bit, a little bit. But then I can talk about what I've been up to, talk more about like how uh, AI and automation can help founders and also... Oh, we talked about the Sam Altman saga a little bit, and I think I give a couple a couple notes on for people like doing an AI automation agency. Not too many notes, just a, just a couple at the very end. But I think you'll definitely want to hear the the about the company that me and my partner have just started, and I think just listen to about Gemini Ultra. Like it's gonna be crazy what you're gonna be able to do with that when it's actually released. Other than that, just like enjoy and, you know, skip through stuff you don't want to hear. You do you. But I think it's a cool update and uh, it's going to be very unedited. Very unedited. Oh my God. Just because I don't have time for that at all. So enjoy this. Me talking to myself for 25 minutes. What's up? What's up? So, I mean, it's been quite a while since I've the last podcast. Sorry. Cold in my shed here. Around a lot has happened. There's a lot we're going to unpack today. Yeah, like a ton has happened and a lot of news has come out as well. I was going to make a podcast during the whole Sam Altman thing when he got fired and rehired and fired the board and all that stuff. But I've just been so darn busy uh, doing some amazing things, which on that line. And we're also going to talk about the new uh, Gemini AI model by Google. They've been like, it's been delayed and delayed and delayed, but it finally looks like we're getting a new model that, hey, let's relax. It's not a GPT-4 killer. It's not. It's not an open AI killer. Honestly, it's kind of embarrassing it's taking them this long, but it is, it does beat GPT-4. So yeah, Gemini Ultra, but we will get into that and all the implications on automating. Okay. And yeah, like this is for all the people who are doing like AI automation agencies, but also like this podcast is for people, for businesses and founders who are like trying to automate their business, right? Like you want to have AI integrated into their business and it automated. And yeah, like I honestly don't have time to edit this podcast. So that's why it's so, it's so unfiltered. <laughs> it's because like, I really don't have time. It takes like days or an editor to edit a podcast properly. And yeah, I don't have time for that. So you get a little music intro and you get to hear me speak. Can you hear me say a lot, but other than that, let's get into it. So you got my root beer drink here. So let's, let's talk about, let's talk about Gemini first. Then we'll touch on different things in automation I've been doing and using for businesses and founders. Then we can talk about just a touch on the Sam Altman and OpenAI saga. And then just in general, what I'm, what I've been up to. I'm shivering. It's so cold. Okay. So let's talk about Gemini. So literally like breaking news, like what, five hours ago? Today's December the 6th. Look at us. We're just getting spoiled. They had the Grand Theft Auto 6 announcement yesterday. Got leaked. Spectacular. There are going to be some cool NPCs with AI in that. 
And now we get, we get the new Gemini, Google Gemini. So I was super hyped. I was like, oh my God, it's implemented into Bard right now. So for people who don't know what Bard is, Bard is essentially the chat GPT for Google. And so like, like chat GPT, they're constantly updating the mod models, the AI models. And as they update the AI models, chat GPT gets better. So as Google updates their models, Bard gets better. Google's chat GPT. So yeah, so I was like, oh my God, they, they, this new like killer AI model is out for Bard. I mean, I'm in Canada. So let me turn on the VPN States, New York and try it out. And I'm like trying it. Cause like I'm doing this, this company, this company I'm doing, we have to identify automations just based off of like form responses and stuff. And so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to compare this to GPT-4 ChatGPT's responses, compare it to the new Gemini. Like, so bar, but I put it in and actually did a pretty solid job. It was very similar. It gave me like example automations and like how I can implement it. And then, but then I like gave it like, you know, okay. So ChatGPT, they have something called ChatGPT vision. It lets you upload photos. And so it can usually like take photos and like understand everything in that photo and give you a breakdown. So I did the same with Bard and it was like, and it was like. It was, it was, it was better than GPT 3.5, which is the older ChatGPT or the free version. But it was, I was like, this is not what I expected from this groundbreaking model. Ended up finding out that the new Gemini won't even be released for, it was later, later this year. And you can kind of get on like a wait list. You can get like early access if you're like in the AI space and stuff like that, which I, I hope I plan on doing. But anyways, does it matter? So. The main thing though is, yeah, it's not available right now, but when it is available, it's going to be sweet for automations. Like there's an awesome video uh, they show on the Gemini website showing all the use cases. And they basically show like just a constant, like video being done of like this person with these hands and he's like bringing things into the frame. Like first he's drawing a duck and first he draws a squiggle and then Gemini AI is like, oh, you're drawing a squiggle. And then he like, okay, and he starts forming it more and more. And then he starts drawing like a, like a duck almost. And Gemini's like, okay, that's, that's a duck. And then it's like, he colors it blue and they're like, oh, that is, I mean, it starts saying like ducks are the, and whatever family of animals, blah, blah, blah. They're not usually blue. There is a few blue ducks. And then he brings in a rubber duck and he's like, and then the thing's like, wow, you just brought in a blue duck. We were just talking about that duck. <laughs> and um, it's like, yeah, like. And he's like, oh, what material is this? And they're like, oh, I don't know. And then he squeaks it and they're like, oh, that must be rubber. Excuse me. And uh, anyways, just showcasing awesome potential. So what I'm excited for is December 13th, they're going to have, Google's going to release some information on actually building Gemini Ultra. And I don't know if they're going to like release the APIs early. Probably not technical people. The APIs just mean like, that's, that's what I'm not quite a developer, but that's what developers get to use. We developers get to use to basically have like programs talk to each other. So we can like basically take, we can take Gemini ultra and like you integrate it with like notion or Gmail, which it already is, but, or Salesforce. So we can like have it work with data. And so we'll hopefully find that out December 13th. So that's what I'm very excited for. And anytime there's a new AI model that comes out, it's very exciting for uh, people who are trying to automate things and people just trying to build things with AI. 
because it just like unleashes a whole new, like a whole new thing of capabilities. So there's just gonna be so much we can do. And I'm very excited. Like Chip and I basically, Internet Ultra really highlighted the, the stats uh, of its multimodality. Multimodality meaning how it can talk, it can understand speech in like every language really, really well with reduced errors. In his vision, being able to essentially like look at images, actually identify each using each pixel basically to understand all images and videos. So it's very cool. I'll pull up some stats here. What do we got? What do we got? So essentially, so essentially there's like a bunch of like tests they ran between Gemini Ultra versus GPT-4 and stuff like that. I actually went into the research paper. I'll break this down a bit. So basically it had it do these multiple choice questions, which is like, a, they, it's from a study. It's the standard question. It's a test AI. Hendrix, Hendrix et al. E-T-A-L. I don't know how you pronounce that. Yeah. Anyways. So Gemini Ultra scored 90%, about 90% of the questions correct. GPT-4 got 87% correct. Math has been really hard for AI and uh, grade school math. Gemini Ultra does got 94% on the, on a test. Well, a standard test for AI. GPT-4 got 92%. Gemini Ultra did like difficult math questions like college and above. Got 53% correct. GPT was 52. So very similar. Big bench hard. I don't know what that is. It's big bench tasks. I think just a bunch of written questions. It just barely beat GPT-4. Let's just talk about where it actually really beats GPT-4. Um, so Python coding. Gemini got 74.4% on a skills test versus GPT-4 got 67%. So obviously the coding is a lot better. Next, it beat it on reading comprehension. It beat it by like 2%, which is actually decent. The hella swag test, which is basically, it is so funny. These are like Google reports. <laughs> it's basically a common sense, multiple choice questions that was developed in 2019 to test AIs and GPT-4 just, I mean, they beat, they actually beat Gemini Ultra pretty bad. It was like 95% for understanding common sense. Uh, they put brackets reported <laughs> like we don't know for sure if they actually beat us. So that's basically it for all the textual stuff. And then if we look at the GPT, like the vision, sorry, not just, GP, yeah, basically GPT vision. So Gemini Ultra. Oh, actually they don't even compare the, oh, they do. Okay. So Gemini Ultra, just like looking like an image of college level problems, beat GPT-4 vision by like 4%. Text reading on natural images. Wow. That's crazy actually. Oh, wait, no, that's not that crazy. Okay, no. Gemini Ultra got 82%. GPT-4 Vision got 78%. It's basically beating, 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 every, beating GPT-4 Vision on like every visual test by like two, like one to 4%. So one to 4% doesn't seem like a lot, but in the grand scheme of things, it's actually quite good. Now, like, like I said, I think it's kind of embarrassing that like Google took this long to come up, come up with this, but... I think OpenAI, like they already was already leaked that they're working on the codename Q, which like codename Q essentially is, it's, it's another type of way to train AI models. doesn't matter, but it's uh, they basically had a breakthrough with that Q technology that OpenAI was trying to keep under the wraps. It got leaked, you know, in the woodwork, 
but essentially I don't think OpenAI is behind it all. Like I think watch what's going to happen is, is Gemini Ultra is going to come out later this year. And then I guarantee OpenAI will already, excuse me, already have a model like lined up. That's going to beat it by like, I don't, we don't know yet, like what the ceiling is on AI, but it should beat it by a decent amount. My prediction right there. All right. So that was our highly technical intro, which, you know, hopefully people haven't dropped by now. <laughs> that was, that was, that was for the nerds out there. Next, let's talk about what is, yeah. So what I've been, what I've been doing for automations lately. So let's just talk about like how it relates to founders and business. You know, maybe I'll just combo this with what I've been working on. So I've essentially partnered with a company called Cave Minds. That's cavemines.com. We're running an AI masters. I talked about my last podcast. Uh, Cave Minds is actually a community for founders who all want like AI research and talk about AI and be in a private AI Slack community. And there's some amazing founders in it, like EO people, YPO people, Harvard, Louis, stuff like that. Now, but I mean, it doesn't matter where you're from. Like anyone who is just very interested in AI. So you can check that out, kminds.com. You can actually sign up right now. I don't, I don't have the exact monthly fee, so I don't want to quote you on it, but it's, it's nothing crazy. Excuse me. So then, yeah, I partnered with them and my partner, uh, Ben, that I was t telling, maybe telling you about last podcast, we started a company called devopen.ai. So like develop OpenAI, cool domain. Yeah. Devopen.ai. So essentially we partnered with KMIS because basically what that is, is we, I know I mentioned I was doing workflow pilot before, but this is, this is like workflow pilot, but we're the first GPT-4 API, AI automation agency slash like kind of like dev studio. So basically like what we'll do is we will, founders will reach out, founders will reach out to be like, Hey, we want to automate this, or this is our, this is our company's workflows. And then they're like, okay, how can we, you know, make this more efficient? So then we'll send them like an intake form. They'll fill out their workflows. We'll send their, if they sign on with us, we'll send out a teamwork or team form. And basically we'll understand the business. We'll understand their business. We'll understand where we can optimize the founder, like, cause the founders check Slack or notion stuff. We can optimize their daily flow so that they're, they can focus more on the high level stuff. And then we'll actually look at the business and what can be optimized there. So it's super high value. Like, I don't think there's anyone doing a deep dive into your business. Like we are right now. And we're trying to automate as much of that on our end as well. Like we have stuff set up where like you fill out the form and it makes full on like PowerPoint slideshows where a team can then go and like tweak uh, just a little bit to make sure everything's all good. We do like full, like AI audits, right? We do like a team audit. We're doing like team training all that sort of stuff. So there's options to like cherry pick, which automations you want, which AI tools you want integrated. And uh, there's options to get like a full year plan. So this is, this is part of K-Minds actually, like the masters and dev open AI, we just help implement that. But essentially the masters is like, you could do like 12 months, you pay quarterly. We just implement a ton of stuff. We handle everything and implement all the automations, all the AI tools. And we show you in the audit too, like what cost savings you're going to get and stuff like that. So it's uh it's a really cool program. There's actually nothing like it right now. There's other people doing chatbots and stuff like that, but we're like very intensive and we're working very hard on this, like, like 
talking 14 hour days, just grinding this out to make, make everything perfect. So there's a lot of value in that. And just, just go over to kbinance.com slash masters or go to uh, devopen.ai. And I've actually built out a, uh, a cool chat bot that can like get you booked in for an appointment as well. So that's kbinance.com slash masters or devopen.ai. And uh, so that's kind of where we're at right now. We're just really building that out. We're doing like calls with founders every day. Eventually we're going to be Honestly, like it sounds crazy, but we will actually be booked out uh, very soon. Like we're drowning in applications, um, not even boosting. So yeah, no, it's super exciting times right now. Super busy. So anyways, what I'm really excited though, is like these new advanced AI models, these new advanced, new advanced automation tools, like everything, whenever these things increases, it's the more efficient we can make businesses and stuff like that. Okay, cool. So that's kind of what it worked out. And then I think I want to touch a little bit on like the craziness open AI right now. It's like, damn, this whole drama goes on with Sam Altman and then Google just like drops their new AI model, like good timing. So Sammy Altman, like people love that guy. This guy has like helped so many people in the startup community and companies and founders. Like he's apparently people know him just because like, they're like, oh yeah, Sam Altman, like I was trying to figure out this really intense thing. And like, he reached out and was like, this is, this is just how you can do it. This is how you do it. <laughs> People love him. He's a genius, possibly the Steve Jobs of our generation. Oh, the Steve Jobs crazy. He's un like crazy in a good way. Unreal. With the tough hands of all time. Yeah. We'll see if uh, Sam's already kind of solidified himself, but we'll see how things go. He's still so young. Anyways, gets fired for open AI via the board, which he had set up with his other partners. He, they wanted to make the board able to fire him or any other CEO that's in there just because like, they don't want a CEO who's like, you know, going to put things into danger. So if there's, if like AI is going to take over humanity and they make a breakthrough and the board can be like, okay, we're firing this guy or we're taking over, we're shining down the company or whatever, we need to get someone else new. A lot of drama fired out of nowhere, basically told him to get out of Google meet. Hey, join me in Google meet. He joins. They're like, ah, sorry, Sam. Got to fire. Yeah. Listen, because you are communicative enough and it sounds like also this thing that got leaked Q, like, you didn't really tell us about that. So see ya. And then huge, like, oh my God, like the whole company versus partner who's on the chairman of the board, literally just like they sent him off the board and then he quits. He's like, no, I'm sticking with Sam, my boy. And then, and then basically like their, the whole company basically signs a petition. There's like 750 people in the company, like 700 people signed this petition that we're going to quit tomorrow at like five o'clock if you don't bring Sam back. And so the board's like, oh my God, what, what is, what is going on? What did we do? And then the funniest thing is Microsoft's like, oh yeah, we've, we've hired on, um, and they were, Microsoft was pissed, right? Because apparently they just told Microsoft like last minute that they're firing Sam and Microsoft was invested over $10 billion into open AI. Microsoft stock tumbled like. Okay. Don't quote me. I think it was like 16% in like after hours, but I might be wrong on Thursday. I don't know what the number of the day it was, but anyways, yeah. So then Microsoft like, Hey, we're going to hire Sam and we're going to, we're going to hire Greg and Sam and, <laughs> and like Microsoft, you don't know, they have all the licensing rights. They have all the licensing rights to basically all the AI models that OpenAI creates with the exception if OpenAI creates AGI, which is uh, like 
artificial intelligence that can do it, do things on its own, like human level intelligence. Like, oh God, I'm butchering this explanation. Basically the, anyways, just like very, like a, basically AI that can optimize itself. Anyways, if they create AGI, then, uh, then basically the Microsoft, you know, they don't have rights to that, but everything else they have rights to. So Microsoft's probably being like, oh, we can just, you know, we can just create open AI from within. This is actually decent. And, uh, and yeah, good for, good for Satya Nadella pulling that. And then basically open AI board was like, oh, after like two days, really, they were like, okay, I guess we kind of got to bring them back. And so they do. And then half the board gets fired when then Sam and bring her back. And then OpenAI is all good again. And uh, the new board members, oh, there's one guy on the board that's been on, like every board of cameras, but some good new board members, like one random one, but overall like decent. And that is like the summary of kind of what, kind of what went down, but it all took place over like four or five days. And the problem with that and stability, and we have to remember OpenAI is technically still a startup, if you want to call it that still, but like the problem with that is like, oh God, like from an automation standpoint, we were like, oh my God, or all our automations, like, you know, GPT-4, like OpenAI goes down, then like our automations go down, right? And so that made us think we should, we need to have things planned as a backup, right? Honestly, now that, now that Google is a big player now, we'll have Google as a backup. We're going to switch to their models. Love that. I'm very happy about that. But other than, you know, cause there's never been a GPT-4 competitor until now. And this one actually beats it apparently. Yeah. So other than that, like things have been very, very intense, very exciting. I'm all calls to companies every day and working away at my shed. I didn't even play a script for this at all. I just kind of rant and go off. But yeah, like whether you're a founder, if you're a founder and like you want to integrate AI into your company, then reach out, hit me up. You can, you know, you can reach out at Jacob Ferrari underscore basically on all social media. If you just look up Jacob Ferrari or Jacob Ferrari shake my full last name, you'll just find it on Google. But yeah, Jacob Ferrari under Jacob Ferrari underscore. Sorry, I can't speak. Anyways, yeah, if you're a founder, reach out. If you are just someone looking to get into AI automation, create an AI automation agency, reach out. I'd be glad to help. I'm swamped. So if I don't get back right away, I am so sorry. And thanks for everyone who's been reaching out. Like that is cool. I mean, like I'm surprised not like crazy many people listen to this, but there's like a decent amount and it's definitely cool to have, to see people reach out. Like that is, that's super fun. And uh, like, it makes me happy. Makes me keep wanting to do this because like the busier I get, the harder the podcast is to do. <laughs> Hopefully we'll have some guests on soon. If anyone wants to, you know, be a sponsor, let me know. You're definitely not big enough for that yet, but they're really deep shiny ends. <laughs> um, anyways, other than that, yeah, things are good. And I don't know. Yeah. Just, I don't know if there's anything that's changed. Like I can tell you, well, not change, like things have changed, but I'm trying to think some tips I can give for people doing their AI automation agency, because I feel like that's important. I would say like dive in head first, try to just, yeah, you know, like structure everything, get everything organized, right? So you're prepared. I'm still using make.com for a lot of the automations. I use Zapier still. Yeah. If there's like not an API, excuse me, I can access. And then, yeah, like. 
I don't know, like, like something like as, as you keep doing, you figure things out, right? Like I figured out I could use GPT-4 to output JSON files, JSON strings, which then in make.com allows you to like structure things really well. Not that that means anything. I can't explain it over voice. That's be video. Anyways, whole moral of the story is, uh, Gemini seems super cool. AI is growing very, very fast. If you're a founder and you want things automated, reach out. If you are an animation agency or starting one, reach out, hit me up. Cool. That is it folks. And hopefully that was insightful. That was a very technical podcast actually. So all the tech people will enjoy that. Cool.